to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, welcome to this Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm Julie Bender. And I'm Darlene Brock. Hey, what's something you've ever done? Because I definitely think of you as a strong woman. What's something that you have done that has made you feel strong? Mm. You know I'm a fixer. So the first time I tore a toilet to the ground and rebuilt <laughs> to the ground? it. Literally to the ground because I didn't know what was wrong with it. So I took everything apart and piece by piece replaced everything that could be replaced and build it back up. I probably only needed a flapper ball at that point. <laughs> but you know, I don't know but what that when is, it was you, <laughs> you said it like, oh silly little flapper ball. Like everyone knows that's the easiest piece of a toilet. Yeah, well it is, Julie, and I'll have to show it to you after we're done recording. I'm actually not interested, but thank you. <laughs> but you know, to be able to conquer that and go, I fixed it was pretty impressive for myself, I think. There is nothing in me that ever wants to feel that (laughs) level of strength. Okay, I married a handyman. (laughs) That's gonna be his responsibility. All right, so what have you done, Julie? Um, I mean, I definitely feel like entering and actually competing in that fitness competition made me feel strong. And terrified. But you were, and you were committed, and you worked at it, and and I was legitimately strong and very hungry by the end, yes. but very strong. Yeah, you were. And again, all of us have our own things that we would do. I would never, never. enter a fitness competition. And I haven't gone to the gym in probably 15 years. So, you know, all of us have our own things that we can conquer. Can we just enjoy the fact that I wore my competition shoes for my wedding? I just found that to be so hilarious <laughs> and a fun little, haha, remember that one time? Yeah. Look, I'm reusing them. It's yeah. so budget friendly. That's what I was going to say. It's a way, it's a great way to control the wedding budget. Uh, Good job. Totally. Uh, anything else you can think of? Maybe, maybe on a larger scale? Mm. I think for me, the first time that I produced a music video, Julie, what was the song? I don't remember. Uh, no, 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 no. I do. To. It was DC Talk's entire, their first collection of videos we were in the edit bay both edit bay and studio recording for like three weeks and I walked in going yes I'm going to produce this produce this I have no idea what I'm doing amazing yeah I didn't but it turned out great it -hmm. turned out great and I went dang I could do that at the end of it I'm like I can do this at at the beginning I didn't know but is the video on YouTube can we please watch it later yeah all of them probably are somewhere and they would be hysterical at this point but whatever Uh, I mean that is seriously impressive I think for me um when I like look at my life as a whole I think my proudest strength moments is thinking of you know that season where it was just me and Link And, you know, from having to tell him that his dad died to having to figure it out and, you know, being a single mom for three years, um, I I would definitely say that was kind of some of my strongest moments, incredibly scary, weak moments as well. Yes. (laughs) Um, but if I were to look at a season of, you know, that made me feel strong looking back. Well, and I think it's interesting that what strong women do can either be a situation that is relatively forced upon them because Mm -hmm. something in life happens or you choose to step up and step in and do something different. So I think it comes in 
various ways, but there are points where strong women choose what they are going to do. Well, and we created this podcast with that tagline of this is a place for strong women and those who want to be. And we often say on any given day, we're one or the other. We're feeling strong or we want to be stronger. And we hope, you know, episode in and episode out, you find encouragement to become a stronger woman of grit and grace. And on episode 147, we said as a community, we are saying no to these things that either feel like expectations the world is putting on us, culture is putting on us, or we feel them on our insides, but we want to say no to them. But on this episode, we want to say, okay, if we're saying no to those things, go listen to episode 147 if you haven't heard it yet. What are we, as we take steps to becoming the strong woman God made us to be, what do I as an individual woman want to say yes to? What are the seven things I'm going to do? to be a strong woman. That's what we're going to talk about on this episode. Okay. So the first one, Julie, is a strong woman goes with the flow. I feel so unstructured. I know, but you know what? I I actually think I'm good with that. You definitely are. I I am good with that because I've had to, you know, when you work with musicians early on, you really (laughs) have to go with the flow. (laughs) And then just in life, uh, you know, I've lived enough life to know there's only so many things I can beat back. So I just got to ride this wave. And I'm I think I'm pretty good with that. I do think 2020 is helping us all get a little better at this. <laughs> yeah, you know, we have no if, choice. We're, if we're looking for the positives of 2020, we've definitely had to learn how to do this. And, and you're right, that first phrase, go with the flow. Some of us, we just hate it. Like we just stop. You're saying blasphemy, you know, <laughs> this is not how we are meant to be. I need order and control. But the truth is, is as women, this is actually something that we're pretty good at it if we stop and think about it because the truth is, is most of life is out of our control and yet we keep all of the ships afloat. It's we true. keep all of the people alive and fed and cared for <laughs> yeah. and we do all of the things. Yeah. There is something that I've learned, Julie, is that everything is figure outable. Mm. You can find a solution to virtually any problem. It may not be an easy solution. It may be a challenging one, but you can find one. And the other thing I have to say here too, is there are times where you go, whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is what it is. So we're just going to take it as it comes, whether it is spaghetti spilled all over the floor after you've just prepared dinner or whether it's a bigger problem that There's not much you can do, so you're just going to ride that wave and go with the flow. All right. The second thing a strong woman does is she walks that line and finds the elusive balance between fixing and listening. It's a hard one, isn't it? I know. What do we even mean by that? Whether it is a problem in your life or someone else's. I think sometimes for women, they want to take other people's hurt or heartache or challenge and they want to fix it Mm -hmm. but more times than not what we really need to do is just listen just hear what's being said and find out the the hurt that's there and I think instead of fixing it one way to actually maybe help fix it is to be a sounding board not to be the answer man, just to be the sounding board. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really hard line to try to find. But sometimes we actually say more by talking less. And it's ironic that I would even say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my strength. Um, but it is something I'm actively trying to work on. Let me just listen in this moment. And, you know, just 
just be willing to sit in the unknown of it with somebody else and not try to solve their problems or say what I would have done that would have prevented this problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and I think that's part of what we have to be really careful about. And I find when I'm in conversations with people about challenging things in their life, the whole time I'm listening, I am, but at the same time I'm going, God help me keep my mouth shut. God help me talk what I'm supposed to. God help me keep my mouth shut. God help me say what I'm supposed to say, Mm -hmm. you know? And you have to just, for me and you, I know, as women of faith, we have to go to the resource that knows everything that's going on in that person's life. And even in the middle of the conversation, say, help me do the right thing. Yeah, and sometimes the best thing you can do for somebody is to say, you know what, I don't have the answers. Let's just pray about this. And like actually pray then instead of doing the token Christian thing of I'll pray for you and then you forget. Yes. <laughs> Which is okay. We've all done that. Yes, we have. Um, and sometimes you need to just say, I don't know, but I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, sometimes that's all we need to say is I don't know, but I love you. It's true. And sometimes I feel like this makes me think of episode 141. We're supposed to actually share our life experience. Yeah. That, you know, if we've been through something similar that can help. And and you're right. It goes back to being able to kind of take a second, pray, ask the Lord, which one do I do here? Is this a listen and pray moment or is this a be vulnerable and share and offer, you know, the insight that I've gained in my own life. But a strong woman walks that balance. Number three is a strong woman. Trust her gut. I mean, I think I've gotten in more problems when I've second guessed myself than when I barreled forward. Mm-hmm. I've gotten in problems in both of them. But <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But Sometimes I, it's bad tacos and not really a woman's intuition. It's, true. <laughs> it's that. But I think that when I really feel something strongly, I have learned to just go with it. Mm. Just absolutely go with it. Just say it. Just do it. You know, there have been times where I've gone, I can't get this person off my mind. So instead of not doing anything, I'll pick up the phone and say, hey, thinking of you, what are you, wh- what's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Trust your gut and act. Yeah. I-, I love something I remember you saying early on when we first met is a strong woman follows her heart, but she takes her brain with her. And I think that's such a good balance. Like, cause sometimes we as ladies can be a little too heart heavy. You know, we, we just were led with our emotions and our desire to nurture and love and support. Um, but you know, you gotta take your brain with you. And we do have that God given, you know, intuition that sometimes is screaming and we're trying to quiet it and we're really not supposed to. It's true. And there are times when you're really, really nervous to speak something that you know is the truth, that you know you need to say, and you go, I don't know if they're going to hear it. I don't know if I should say it. I don't know if I'm supposed to be the one. But if you feel strongly about it, you speak the truth, even when your voice shakes, Mm -hmm. even when you're afraid. You do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think even in a year like this, you know, there are just so many big things happening and um, we're being told to take certain stands or to be quiet about certain things. And, you know, a strong woman is willing to take the stand that she feels passionate about. And she has that, you know, that, that fire in her gut, so to speak. Um, she does it with respect, you know, and kindness and tact and timing. Um, but she can stand up for what matters. Absolutely. Okay, number four, we actually have a whole episode on, but we couldn't not mention it. A strong woman respects herself and others. You know, I think sometimes we find we can respect other people 
especially if they've earned it. <laughs> but, but we have trouble respecting ourselves mm-hmm. to think, you know, we talked on the last episode about our worth and our value. Well, to, after you recognize it, you have to have self-respect mm-hmm. and how you treat yourself. You will show whether you respect yourself or not in the way you act. Well, and you also teach other people how they can treat you by how you respect yourself. I think that's the biggest lesson I had to learn is if I allow certain behavior, then I communicate that that's all I'm worth. And I allow this person or, you know, multiple people to continue to treat me in a inappropriate, unhealthy, you know, um, self-sabotaging kind of way. And it all goes back to my self-respect. You know, in in a recent episode, the one we did about grit and grace, we used the line that your life matters. Mm -hmm. And I think you you learn respect for yourself when you realize that truth, that your life matters. It has value. So you should give yourself respect and you should give yourself, and and like you said, Julie, expect it from other people. Mm -hmm. The episode on self-respect, if you want to like unpack this a little bit more. I believe it's episode 97, but I'll make sure I link to it in the show notes. Um, Donnie and I were talking about this element of our relationship right before we got married. It was probably after one of our premarital counseling sessions. Those were fun. Um, (laughs) but you know, we were, we were having an argue discussion, which I like to call it. I'd like to trademark that. Um, and you know, we just I like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's unpack that. What is an argue argue discussion? It's, it's a discussion that has a slight, you know, tinge to it (laughs) that maybe there's some disagreement there. Maybe there's some, you know, uh, heat to it. Some emotions yeah, behind yeah, it. There's some emotion behind it. Okay. It's an argue discussion. Okay. Um, but you know, at the end of it, we just said, we always have to come back to mutual respect. Like that has to be the basis by which we want to resolve any disagreement or misunderstanding. We have to believe the best about each other and want the best for each other. And that comes back to, I, I love and respect who you are. And, you know, coming to an agreement is the most important thing here. Number five. I think, Julie, this could be a hard one some days. That is a strong woman can apologize. Yep, that one can be hard. Yeah. It takes humility. It does. And especially if you go, yeah, but they were wrong. Yeah, but they didn't do what, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And sometimes even when they were wrong, and even if the whole conversation, you know, you had a really good point and you were having, what's it called again? An argue discussion. You were having a very successful (laughs) argue discussion. Then you know you were right in it, but you know what? You didn't act right. You didn't say the right things. You didn't conduct yourself well. It doesn't matter. You still need to learn how to apologize. Yeah, because is it an apology if you say but? Like, I don't think you can include that word, right? Doesn't that basically erase everything you said before it? I'm guilty of that. I'm sorry I said this, but if we really want to learn to be strong women who are willing to apologize, we've just got to own our part. And that's the end of the sentence. And that's a commitment to the relationship, right? Because if we're apologizing, it must mean we value the person we're speaking to. And we have to be just willing to own our part. Um, in recovery, they say, you know, own your side of the street, clean up your side of the street. And even if they had their part, then if you're in a good, healthy relationship, they're going to own their part. And it's not on you to point that out. So we've got to be willing to just take our responsibility um, and, and, you know, truly 
honestly be sorry for what we've done and be able to express that in real terms. Absolutely, Julie. I love that. You know, another one that I absolutely hate, Julie, is that someone comes to you and says, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I'm sorry that affected you that way. That's not an I'm sorry. That's an you're feeling really crappy, so I'm trying to get out of it. It's gaslighting, actually. It really is. Mm -hmm, It really is. That's not a real apology. So if you want to mend something and take responsibility, it's not about how somebody else feels. It's about what you did. Mm -hmm. It's about what you said. It's about how you acted. And like Julie just said, it's about taking responsibility for your part of whatever's going on. Yeah, when we we say, I'm sorry for how you felt, we're actually deflecting, we're minimizing, um, we're not owning it. And in some ways we're probably practicing some manipulation, which is a form of abuse. (laughs) So we really, really want to step away from doing that because the truth is, is when we make mistakes, we all do, P.S. Yes, we, we all do. make mistakes. And one, we get to learn from the mistake. And then two, we get to actually learn from the act of apologizing. And when we do this well, whoever we're talking to, whatever relationship it is that we are trying to repair in that moment, is going to get stronger. It is. And you know what else that we're not good at as women? Moving on. Oh, yeah. Moving on. So true. It's like, we may not say the yeah, but, or the but in the apology, but the next day we may go, but you know, and we bring it back up again, Mm -hmm. or the next week, or the next month, or the next year, we might throw something back that happened a year ago. We have to be able to, once we apologize, we have to be able to move on. Okay, can I also just give the coin, the other side of the coin of the moving on? Maybe we apologized well, and we didn't try to put it on them or their feelings or bring in the butt, but we don't forgive ourselves for the thing. So we've gone to the person, we've apologized, they've forgiven us, and then we carry the guilt and shame of whatever we did. That's also not what we're looking for here. A strong woman can apologize and move on. Both toward the other person and ourselves is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, last one here. This one is feeling pretty important and it's going a lot of different directions, but if we can learn to really do all of these things well, we're gonna thrive in all of our relationships. We cannot apologize for someone else's actions. And this is something we do. We try to cover for our kids or we cover for our man. We are apologizing when it's not our place. As Julie would say, mic drop. (laughs) It's true though, because we find ourselves trying to cover for someone else and that doesn't make them look any better and it doesn't make us look any better and it doesn't fix the problem. Exactly. It does not create the resolution to whatever's going on. So let them take their own stuff and be responsible for their own stuff. Again, whether it's your friends, your kids, your coworkers, your spouse, your boyfriend, they got to carry their own stuff and be responsible for it. You don't step in and say, I'm sorry they did. I'm sorry they acted. I'm sorry they said. They need to be able to say it. Absolutely. Okay. So a strong woman can apologize. Number six, we can't do an episode without this one, right? We cannot. A strong woman shows both grit and grace. 
So my thought is that there's probably somebody listening to this episode who has never heard us before. Hey girl. Hey, thanks for being here. (laughs) (laughs) So she might wonder what is grit? What is grace? Why have we named our whole everything after these two things? What do they mean to us? Julie, you know, when I say grit, it always starts with tenacity, but I know we say it a whole lot better than that. We do have an actual formal definition. When we say grit, we say that it determines that life challenges will not defeat or define us. I love some of the language we have on our about page where we talk about a strong woman doesn't go around life challenges. She actually goes through them. It's that indomitable spirit that we as women have that we we're not going to give up like we talked about last week. Um, but we have that tenacity to us. It's, it's like, you can't stop us. We might be, we might be slowed down, but we can't be stopped. That's our grit. Yeah, it is. And we do go through our challenges. We have to face them. We have to get to the other side, but we don't let it. The other part is we don't let it define us. What you said is that sometimes we'll walk away from a very difficult, challenging thing in life, whether it is a relationship failure, whether it is a health problem, no matter what it is. We have a whole list of things that we face that doesn't define us, Mm. that will affect who we are and who we become, and it will actually make us better if we allow it, but it's not the definition of who we are. The one word of cancer survivor, or that's two words, isn't it, Julie? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Two words, cancer survivor, or I am divorced, or I am widowed, or I am single, or I have children who are not doing well, Mm. whatever it is, that doesn't define you. That's simply the circumstances you find yourself in. So don't use it as part of your title. Simply say it's part of my life. What do we mean when we say grace? I love our definition of grace. Grace gives kindness to ourselves and to others even when it's hard. And that whole idea of giving grace to ourselves is so, it it just goes against every fiber of our female nurturing being. We think we have to exist for everyone else. And when we mess up, we've got to just, you know, we're just the worst, but we can actually show great grit by being willing to give ourselves a break from time to time for the inevitable mistakes we're going to make. And we're actually a better friend and mother and wife and, you know, volunteer or whatever we are when we can give ourselves grace and in turn show grace to somebody else. I am the worst at night, Julie. I don't know about you, but my brain turns on at night. So if I have said something or done something or made a career decision or a decision back when I was managing some of my bands, a decision that negatively affected something in the tour or something, you know, I would during the night go, that was so dumb. Why did you do that? You should have done this. Why did you say that? And so lose sleep. Okay. I would absolutely. Playing that negative self. All that loop over and over. Over and over. But here's the thing right now, I can't tell you what went on that I lost sleep over. I just could tell you I had a lot of nights that I lost sleep. So at the end of the day, the things that I perhaps did, no, I did wrong or they were not the best decisions or the best actions did not affect life. Mm. They did not affect the outcome of whatever was going on. They simply didn't. They were simply a point where I was not giving myself grace. I was not saying it's okay. It's okay that you weren't perfect. Imagine that. Um, I just simply lack sleep, and I can't tell you why now. (laughs) 
Well, and I just love the idea of reminding us that, you know, to be a strong woman, we show grit and grace. And, you know, we keep talking about 2020, the year of chaos, and it's given us lots of opportunities to tap into both our grit and our grace. I mean, wherever, every, every turn, it seems like there's a new challenge, whether it's, you know, murder hornets or, (laughs) um, you know, uprising. And the truth is, is every new challenge we do get to choose. Am I going to tap into my grit here? And am I going to show grace even though I don't like the way that I was just treated or spoken to, or, you know, the messages that I'm being delivered through media, I can still be the kind of woman who stands out by the way I react to the things that are being done to and around me. And and that's how we really show up and make a difference and stand out as a woman of grit and grace. Well, and we want you to know that we believe you can and you will, that it is within you to find and master both of those traits. We absolutely believe it's there. And so we want to encourage you, you can do this. You absolutely can do this. Okay, number seven might be my favorite. And it's some of my favorite times, you and I together. A strong woman can laugh at herself. Oh, we get so entertained by ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and we have to be okay with that. Sometimes we do and say really dumb things. (laughs) And you just got to laugh. You do. And honestly, it's... It, it makes you real too, Julie, mm-hmm. is when I meet people who are completely comfortable laughing at themselves and not worried about what someone else will think. I'm like, okay, me too. I'm right there with you. And yes, I do some of the funniest, dumbest things in the world or say the dumbest things and Julie will just start falling on the floor because I said it all backwards or I called somebody the wrong name. How about yesterday when you were walking out onto the patio with your computer? <laughs> And you walked into the closed glass door with your computer and it smacked you in the face. My computer hit me in the face and I went, oh, the door's not open. (laughs) And of course... I mean, have we owned the fact that I closed the door behind you? you, Did I say that? I mean, I feel like that... You should apologize I should have apologized. (laughs) But I just let it be a moment where we all laughed at you. Yeah, no. My daughter's on one side of the glass. Julie's on the other. And they both are falling out. (laughs) It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. And that's just it. It was an incredibly human, funny moment. And but, the, we, but you could have turned around and yelled at me. You could have. Um, and there oh, are no, women who do funny. that. But yeah, there are there women are. who would. Because you might have felt stupid. You could have quickly looked for who can I blame this on. Yeah. But and and know, I've been there. I've done that. Instead of just saying, did you guys just see that I totally just <laughs> ran into that door? I could have turned around and said, who didn't leave the door open? You know? it, it, is, it, it, it speaks to the insecurity mm-hmm. within us when we feel like we can't look bad or we can't look foolish or we can't look silly. And I'm telling you, all of us do it. All yeah. of us do the same silly, foolish, funny things. Mm-hmm. And so if you can laugh at it and get entertainment about it, it's, it's actually a relief. It's a relief not to take yourself seriously. Exactly. Yeah. And it goes back to that whole perfection is not required. It makes life more entertaining when we can just laugh at ourselves. Yeah. Have you ever done it with a perfect stranger? I have. Can you believe I just did that (laughs) in a store where, you know, you don't even know these people around you. And what's funny is they all go, yeah, you did. (laughs) I could definitely see you doing that. I do. All right, so on this episode, we've unpacked seven things a strong woman does. And please don't be overwhelmed with it. Be excited about some things that you can be giving your attention to so that you can walk in the greatest strength that you could possibly have. Dar, will you repeat them for us, please? Sure will. 
Number one is a strong woman goes with the flow. You can do it, girls. Number two, walks the balance between fixing and listening. Then she trusts her gut. A strong woman respects herself and others. And a strong woman can apologize. And of course, we love this one. A strong woman shows grit and grace. And then above all, that strong woman needs to be able to laugh at herself. If you're looking for more resources on how you can build these types of things into your life, you can always find new and fresh content at gritandgracelife.com or scroll back through our archives. We've talked about some of these things on fuller episodes of this Grit and Grace Life. But one little thing I just want to leave you with, nobody's going to do all of these every day perfectly, and that's totally okay. And that's really part of the hallmark of being a grit and grace woman is giving yourself grace to continue to tap into these things one step at a time to become the strongest woman you can be. So this is a quote that actually was pulled from a recent article of mine. So I guess it's my quote, right? I love you quoting yourself. This is fun. (laughs) You see, I am neither as good as I want to be or as bad as I could be. I am still a work in progress growing in grace. And ladies, be sure to join us next time because we're bringing an incredible guest. Author Sarah May joins us next week and she'll be talking to us from her newest book, The Complicated Heart, Loving Others Even When It Hurts. This conversation is going to be so helpful as we seek to be women of grit and grace. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Whether you're listening in Apple, Spotify, or streaming somewhere else, be sure to subscribe and review so you never miss an upcoming episode. You can also share this episode with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us or share us in your social media and tag us. Every week we share all the details of what we discussed at our website, gritandgracelife.com. We'll catch you on the next one.